Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your college basketball betting this season. Get analysis of every play, prop, and point at Bet Online. You'll find the latest odds, bracket contests, team matchups, and game trends on Bet Online. Updated odds for everything from live games, the conference championships, right through the Final Four and championship game. Bet Online is your college basketball headquarters this season. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Be sure to use your promo code BELIEVE, B L E A V, to receive your bonus. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Holy moly! Man, woman, and child in that put them in the aisles. Johnny the Jet Baggers just for a moose from their shoe. Zaire breaks to the outside. He has a first down. Go on. Goodbye. Mike Rozier, touchdown. The hand it up to Thunder, who gives it back to Mike Stutz. He's going to throw it. He's got a man out there. Yeah! Yes! And it is. They're close. 15-10. Well, what's going on, Husker fans? Welcome back to the Husker Heisman Huddle. I'm your host, Sam Casacho, and got Husker Heisman winners, Eric Crouch and Johnny the Jet Rogers hosting with me. How you doing How's today, going, fellas? fellas? Hey, get old children trying to be like me. They all want to be famous <laughs> and free. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing, Johnny, because I, I don't know how you remember this stuff. It's like you have something there you're reading when you say stuff like that. You got it in your head. Yeah, you know what, this stuff. It, it comes, it goes out just as fast as it comes in, though, Eric. <laughs> yeah, man, I got to spirit. hit it quick. That's just Johnny's spirit. <laughs> man, oh, man. Awesome. We got a good show today, guys, because we're going to be talking about the uh, the Husker running back room in spring football and, like, what we got to look to look forward here in 2023. And then we got the third or the second, however you want to say it, Heisman, uh, Husker Heisman winner, uh, Mike Rogier, coming on to join us this week. Possibly the greatest running back of all time in Husker history. He's right up there at the top. Oh, Mike yeah. still looks like he could play ball right now. Every time I see Mike, I'm like, dang, Mike. Mike's a player. Mike is a yeah. one heck he of a player. He plays all kind of. Yeah, he's in there. No, my, Mike is a great athlete. And he, he did great for the Huskers. And they'll remember him forever. He's, he's, he's leading the pack there as far as running backs are concerned. Uh, he was one of the, the, the top people, and that's why the Heisman Trophy winner, I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah, well, and, and Mike is a, is, a, is a loving human being, too. You know, I think that's what I love most about being around Mike is that he's just down to earth. You talk to anybody, uh, you know, talking to him for like three minutes, and, and you feel like he's your best friend. So, uh, and from day one, when, when I won the award, you know, like you and you know, Johnny and, and Mike, you guys, you know, took me right in. So, appreciate all that. Well, Mike's fun-loving. He likes yeah. to have fun. Yeah. Very, very seldom see Mike <laughs> down. <laughs> He's all the way live. He's <laughs> all live. the way live. That's right. Well, I'm looking Man, forward I'm to lo- see what he has to say about the former other running backs that we have coming and see if there's anything that, that he's noticed. I know he doesn't watch a lot of the, the games. He doesn't get down to get to the practices like we do. Uh, but we'll see if he's got any kind of information he can add on to what's going on. Man, he does a nice job of coming back, too. I mean, several times throughout the year um, – you know, from being living in New Jersey, it'd be easy for him to say, nah, you know, I'm not going to, it's hard to get back. I got other things going, but I mean, I'd say he gets out here five, six, seven, eight times a year, which, which is pretty darn good for a guy that doesn't live here. So uh, we yeah, always appreciate of, getting him back. It's still home. 
Oh, yeah. Second home. Oh, yeah. And I'm, and, and I'm sitting here looking at the running back room, hoping we maybe got another micro year in the group, right? That'd right. be nice. It would be pretty nice. Yeah. Well, the um, ones, yeah. they got some guys down there that look like horses. Yeah, you guys made it down to practice the other day. How did that, uh, how did that look to you guys? Anybody stand out? Well, Eric? well, I don't, I don't really, I mean, I was kind of more interested in, you know, the, the overall feel of practice and, and how it was ran. And, um, I didn't really focus a whole lot, like on one guy or one position group. Um, you know, it was just nice to, to see, uh, you know, guys flying around and having energy and, and coaches, uh, you know, really just driving hard. I mean, they, they know that, you know, they've got to turn this program around. So they're working hard out there and I can just see how bad they want it, you know, at practice with the energy and, and, uh, kids are there. They, they seem very eager to learn. So, you know, taking right. uh, criticism, good, uh, coaching, good, uh, getting yelled at a lot, taking that good. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's all coaching styles. There's no right or wrong coaching style, but you know, you can tell that his staff and in the way that he coaches, I mean, he, he's really live at like Mike, like you're talking about Mike being live coach, coach rule is live at practice. And I think that's what's, uh, what was cool for me to see that. Well, I was looking at the line, Eric, cause I mm -hmm. always believe it's what's up front that counts, you know? Yep. And, uh, I was going to help the running back room. Yeah. If we can't, we can't move that move, move those other uh, players back. To, uh, so our running backs to get a running start and get stuck on the line. And we got problems. Mm -hmm. We got to be able to, I figure you got to get at least three yards on there. If you can get three yards, are so on every single running play, then you, you got it made. Cause you go, you go three, three and four and you in, you in there. That's yeah. I'd rather have, have four, four yards. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're you going to have to four, have five, four yards. But you can make <laughs> it. You get Fourth two threes down, huh? and a four works. Yeah. There <laughs> well, you how go. Was the line, well, how was the line looking, Johnny? Well, they look pretty good. They, they, I was, I was really trying to, to see who was getting the tiredest, you know, cause they mm -hmm. were running a quite a few plays. And there were some guys that were coming out and they were really being gassed. There was others I couldn't figure, and I couldn't figure out why those guys was that tired. Uh, but then there was others that was taking it pretty good and uh, getting around there because I always believe that whoever gets tired first loses because uh, that fatigue makes cowards of us all. You know, you just got to be able to be in world-class condition and be ready all the time. And you got to do more than you were expected uh, to really do because you got to be have a team that really believes in good conditioning or if there's one person, one person can't keep up, then uh, we're not going to be able to take it to the next level. Yeah. I was impressed with, uh, you know, seeing a lot of faces, uh, former players. And that was pretty cool to see, uh, you know, former Dominic was there, Raiola from my playing days, Kyle Cormorgan, um, Steve Allstott. I mean, like, the, there's there's guys, a lot of them. Um, uh, and, and from all, you know, generations. I thought that was really cool. There's guys from the, the 50s and 60s and 70s, 80s. Not, I mean, you it was pretty cool to see a lot of former players kind of feel like, man, let's, let's, let's support the the team. Let's support the players and let's get this thing back rolling. So um, I, I always like seeing former players and, and getting to know guys better. So I was, that was cool. I, I talked to coach rule and I asked him, I told him that it was really important to really try to stay engaged with former players because we're losing that at edge because former players have the ability to reach all out from all over the country for different places and different cities and different players. And as far as if they're engaged and they be able to, to get others engaged. And I think he made, took a, a, an intentional step to reach out 
to have something that he wanted to have former players involved. Because when I read the information, it explicitly had for former players to come down and to feel welcome. Uh, when that hadn't been done in, before in the last three or four years, Eric. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's uh, uh, you know, I I think they're they're moving on, they're moving forward, and I I don't I don't think there's look much looking back right now. It's uh, it's about what they they need to get accomplished, and uh, I I think everybody seems pretty pretty positive and uh it's easier said than done uh we all know that or you got to go out and play the game and you got to compete and it's a tough conference but you know so far i guess uh you know for me from what i'm hearing and seeing and and i look forward to going to more practices and and uh you know you know getting involved not not necessarily uh with the program but just just being around the program um you know i'm not i just you know, would would like to be around and show my support more, and I think that would be, uh, you know, helpful for the players to see that too um, from, yeah. from any former player. So uh, it just makes you feel wanted, and and then you can start building some relationships with the players a little bit, and yeah. you know, supporting them because they got questions. You know, it's not you know it's not an easy time in you know a, an eighteen to twenty three year old's life. So you know, they need mentorship and they need uh, support, just like uh, any other uh, you know kid at that at that point in their lives. Well, it would be pretty good to really get to know them, you know, yep. just to get yeah. to know the players. And, uh, you know, they're not from Nebraska here. So everybody is looking for a place where they can feel like home uh, to, to make, you know, to have them come up to Omaha sometimes and have different things that we can engage with them on and to come down to store support because uh, it's most everybody's away from home. We yep. don't have that many people that are really going to make a difference that are right here from Omaha. Uh, so we have to make them feel just like it's home because, you know, uh, everything does look great, Eric. And like they say, until you get hit in the mouth. <laughs> After yeah, that, everything's, what was that? Was that Mike, Mike Tyson say something like that? Everything's, you know, I forget yeah. what he says, but everybody's got a plan until they get until hit you mouth. get smacked yeah. Yeah. in the mouth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Shake well, your ass up. Well, Hey guys, like I, 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 I know we joked about this last week about like Johnny going down there and showing him how to, how to play special teams or something like that. But you, you know, on a serious note, haven't you, it's great to hear that it sounds like you guys feel welcome down there and that you, that, that welcome feeling makes you feel like you want to go back and, and have a relationship because, yeah, I mean, I can imagine, you know, what Eric, you know, a, a guy like you going around in that quarterback room and talking to them and, and, and knowing what it's like to be a quarter, not even just from a football standpoint, but from a standpoint of being from Nebraska, knowing what it's like to, to, uh, to, to be the guy, uh, you know, playing for a team with this kind of with kind of microscope on them in this state and like what that what, a lot of things that come along with that and what you kind of have to grow into that off of the field and and and, and on a you know johnny talk about special teams a lot i'm sure you know getting to talk to those guys like talk to anybody who's trying to return punts at the school should i would if i, if I was returning punts from nebraska it'd inspire the hell out of me to talk to you i'll tell you that so well all really... of that stuff i think is really good well, it, it it really is because it really makes a difference. Uh, specialty, special to special teams, you know, when you can get that extra edge and get all the players in line with how significant special teams are. I remember the days that we used to put our worst players on special teams. Whoever didn't get played, didn't get to play in uh, an offense and defense to start, then that we had them on special teams initially when we first started. And then we got, it came yeah. to us. We said, well, why don't we put our best players on special team? Cause it's special and we're trying to get a big play. And I think rule if they get, they 
play with that in mind that we want our best players out there and they get a, an idea of how big and how this could be because football is offense, defense, and special teams. But most coaches don't put as much emphasis on special teams as they do on offense and defense. And so that's why they don't really make the difference when that special team times come and guys don't pay it that as, as strong attention because it's just, you know, it's just a special team deal. It's not really that big a deal in a lot of his mind. And then others see that this is the time we're getting ready to shine right now. Yeah. It's I mean, speaking like of shining, I mean, it, it, to me, it's a, it's a good time at Nebraska, you know, recruiting, uh, you know, with, with the way the NIL is Nebraska's, uh, you know, seems to be ahead of that with, you know, yeah. with, with, with the NIL groups that are out there, uh, you know, working the with the players 10. and things like that, our new locker room facilities, you know, the, the university built that beautiful new football facility there. And I think it's, uh, you know, the, the, the best in the country. And, and, uh, and when they bring recruits in to see that and they see the positivity around the program, I think they'll be able to, uh, you know, generate some, you know, some more interest in, in players that maybe weren't, you know, interested even just a year ago to come to Nebraska. Well, the only thing that's really going to get them to come to Nebraska is if they're winning. Yeah. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what the locker room looks like. You've got to be winning. And because you're winning, I'm going to have a better chance of getting to a higher draft than the pros. <laughs> right. You know, because I'm on a winning program with a winning attitude and I get on TV all the time. Uh, we we play it at, 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 at one o'clock instead of eleven o'clock. <laughs> you know, makes a difference. <laughs> it, all, it does. That definitely makes a difference, and obviously that's going to be the number one thing. But I was going to say, kind of online, what you're talking about having you guys down there and having the former players. Obviously, it meant something to Matt Rule because this was a huge recruiting weekend. There probably I don't know if you guys interacted with them at all or or saw them around, but there was you know several you know five star players. I think the best offensive tackle in the in the, in the group and obviously uh dylan royola was there too with, with dominic another guy like dominic i was thinking about that too like the dominic royola coming around and, and having the ability to talk with our offensive line which we talk about you know the struggles you have dominic you know and donovan talking to them and the two experienced guys like all that stuff is great and, and having the importance yeah like the, the former players being there being part of it being a part of not just the players that are there being part of a big recruiting weekend, I think shows kind of where, you know, rules mind is mindset is at um, as they, uh, as we get into, into spring football and then ultimately into fall camp. Well, they did a pretty good job of making us feel like we were still part of the team. It's all like a, a family big team, the fan base, the former player base uh, that we are all part of that team. And we really do make a difference on how we look at the team uh, to perpetuate wins uh, from the sidelines. No, I feel the same way, Johnny. You know, I think it's uh, it's important to uh, you know we kind of hit on it a little bit, but uh, just so our show our support, you know, for this program, uh, and, and it means even more just by being or being there, you know, physically being there. And um, uh, I had a chance to meet a few of the players and talk to a couple of the recruits, and and uh you know I, I just overall had a good time it just kind of it kind of pumps your morale up a little bit about what's going on and you start to feel better and you know positive thoughts right i mean that's uh, that's how it's you know it's part of it as well just the way that you feel and and you wake up and you you know talk about the program right so i mean yeah. you're talking about the program in a positive way that just you know that helps and um 
you know, because uh, the other way isn't 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 good. You know, it doesn't do any good for anybody, uh, any player, coach, or or anything about the program, and it doesn't quite frankly look good for us. Uh, yeah. You know, to be talking that way. So, um, but I understand so, sometimes things aren't good. You know, and you got to just call say what it is. But um, and it's been well, like. We, we as long change. as we're undefeated, everything looks good. Yeah. Right now yeah. we're undefeated. Yeah, spring football is a lot of fun. <laughs> but I agree, Eric. Nobody likes a negative I, echo. I chamber. think things, you know, I guess I'm I'm feeling good, you know. You're drinking that's, that's the roulade. Yeah, you know, I'm feeling good. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how many wins. I don't even I don't even get into how many wins it's gonna be. Um, all I know is that there are some good we had a lot of close games last year. You know, we, this team could have won more games. Um I think so we so. got some talent out there. Uh, that that just needs a spark, you know. They need to be yeah. need to be pushed. Uh, I think the staff will do it. Um, you know, some unknowns with how young you know some of the staff members are, and the, you know their experience and whatnot. But you know, you got to trust that uh, Coach Rule's got putting right guys in the right place, and uh, you know he knows better than than any one of us how is how he wants to run his program. So uh, we just sit back, and that's a good thing for me. I just get all of us. We get to sit back and just and just kind of watch it happen. So. But I think being positive is important. Uh, I do, yeah. especially on the front end here. Like, you know, guys are just starting out. You know, there's 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 nothing but positive talk right now. Well, I don't like to – I wouldn't want to just talk myself into it. I actually believe that they're going in the right direction. Uh, I, I actually believe that, that the players look great. I actually believe they have, they have a strong running game that they could have. I actually believe that those backs look explosive. They look mm -hmm. like they can really do it. Cause yeah. I'm not just going to give them a, the, the benefit of the doubt. I want you to convince me that you at least have a chance to do it. I'm only worried about the attitude. What you're going to do when you get hit in the mouth. Mm. Now, now I can't, you can't tell that because you don't, they ain't got hit in the mouth yet. When you get down, can you come back? Because everybody, you're not going to be able to run over everybody. Uh, you've got to take over everybody. And they have to do that. If that's far as having that team spirit together, how well will they group together when it comes down to it that they don't play as individuals trying to get a contract. They play as, as a team trying to get wins. Right. And yeah, I think that, you know, kind of to your point that there's, well, I think that they got a lot of these guys have gotten hit in the mouth. They face a lot of adversity. The difference is that they haven't had either the circumstances or the right situation or not this situation to be able to show that they can, they can bounce back for it because as the, a team, yeah, as a team, and, and particularly, you know, kind of back to what we were, you know, talking about today with the running back room that that we got an interesting group of guys coming back in that running back room. You know, we have we have Anthony Grant who led us in rushing last year, although he's still suspended from the team. Hopefully, we get he he gets back and figures it out. But even still, if you you know don't have him, the leading rusher from the year before that, Ramir Johnson's with the team. AJ Allen was coming on as a star last year as a freshman. Uh, before he suffered, he was kind of ramping up, playing more and more snaps every game. He broke his collarbone during the Oklahoma game. And the guy that everybody's been talking about, or really the most importantly, Matt Rule has been talking about, is Gabe Irvin Jr. And he was, you know, the starting running back for the Huskers in 2021. And then some, I don't know what the deal with the Oklahoma games are, that we losing a running back for the season the last two years during it. But, yeah, he <laughs> we lost him for the year. And... You know, he had a, he had a right, you know, it's a right knee injury. It was a right knee tear. So I don't think he ever really got back into to his rhythm last year. I think that he, that it took some time. And obviously Anthony Grant had been, you know, playing well. And I, I think the, the line really failed Anthony Grant last year. He 
Like he, you know, there, the holes weren't there. So he just got into this rhythm of kind of, cause early on he was really hitting, you know, hitting the center and, and just getting up North and South. But by the end of the year, it just felt like he was just bouncing it outside, no matter what was going on. Cause he just didn't trust the hole was going to be there. And if it wasn't there right away, he, he kind of would bail on the play, but I, you know, Gabe Irvin Jr. Like that's great to hear a young player that 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 I think was one of the first, if not the first, player to start as a as a true freshman at Nebraska um, at, at the running back position. Um, I hope he's healthy. That, yeah, that he says he's a hundred percent after really having kind of an iffy health year. It's it takes a lot to come back from from one of those injuries, and you know a whole season might not do it. But and not just not just from a physical standpoint, but to hear Rule talk about him as a leader and that really is a standout both on and off the field in the off season, you know, is that's, that's encouraging for this running back room. Yeah. If you're going to run the football, then yeah, you need a leader. <laughs> you need a, you need a team leader right there. Not just leader of the running back room, but, but a, someone that can lead this team. If they're, they're going to rely on running back to carry the ball and carry the load. And uh, we're going to see that a lot more from what it sounds like. So yeah, it'd be interesting. What about Ramirez? How, yeah. how do you think Ramirez? Ramirez probably, could he be that, that leader, Johnson? I think he's got to be. I think he's got to be one of them. I thought that it was really a shame last year that he just kind of fell out of the, I don't know. I don't know what they were trying to move him to wide receiver. And that just didn't seem to translate or he never got on the field in that capacity, but he, he was such, such a reliable player. That was what got him on the field in 2021 where he, he was our leading rusher that year because he he was doing his job and I felt like there was, you know, and he, and he had the details down and there seemed to be a need for that almost every year during the, you know, the, the frost era to go, you know, I know that we wanted to get talented guys. I think Vermeer is a talented guy. And I, I was a little surprised that we, that we went away from him and towards the end of the year, I think is the game that he carried the ball the most was against Iowa. So getting him back involved. And I, and I think he will because EJ, uh, uh, Barthel, the the new running backs coach, is a guy from that's you know specialized in recruiting New Jersey. Knows Bergen Catholic, where where Ramir Johnson's from, so he's really aware of Ramir. So I wouldn't be surprised to, to see more of him. Well, you would know he'll probably get a shot. You got to have a shot. Well, it sounds like a lot of guys New are going to get a shot. They got to find a running back that's that's going to be able to carry the load and and you know that twenty to twenty five carries a game, maybe you know like somebody special like that where you can you can count on them to make the big play and get the first down. So I'm looking forward to that again. We, I mean, it's been a long time since we've seen that, you know, out of Nebraska's well, offense. Well, I hope that line, we got to have a good line. What was the last running back he really felt like was able to, to even do that? I mean, the, to, to be special like that for the team, like Amir Abdullah. Yeah. Go back to Amir. Yeah. Amir. Amir. And, uh, I mean, De- Divino Zigbo had a, had a yeah. pretty good season under, Scott in his first year, but yeah, other than that, it's just been, I don't think we've had a thousand. I mean, that's, he's definitely the last a thousand yard rusher. Anthony Grant got close last year with, you know, 900 yards or whatever, but really the run game wasn't there and you need to see it. But I think that the, the kind of the point, like I know I've thrown a lot out there about, the, about what all these different backs kind of bring, but I think what's important is that they, each one of them, is experience not a lot of them have experience obviously Emmett Johnson's redshirted last year but he you know he was a very talented player is the the top rated player out of Minnesota but each one of them brings something kind of unique um Gabe Irvin's a, the, a bigger back but has a lot of speed and I so it's encouraging to hear that he's he's healthy but AJ Allen looked great last year 
Like, and the, there was a reason why as good as Anthony Grant looked to the beginning of the year for him to be eating into Grant's workload as a true freshman showed it that he was talented. Um, and his injury though, it was season ending is, is was a collarbone injury. So that's something that you could kind of come back from and be ready to go. So they've got a lot of guys. The talent is The talent is not lacking, I guess is, is the point. They have a lot of experienced guys and they've got young talent as well. Well, we just hope they can play as a team. It's, it's all about teamwork. You know, the only thing when people are coming in and leaving out all the time, it's hard to really get the people to get together to, to know each other well enough to really be able to sacrifice each, for each other. Uh, I remember thinking when we were coming up, all of the players on our team, we'd rather would slide bare ass on a razor blade than uh, disappoint Coach Devanish. I mean, and I, I think that Rule has that kind of an attitude and demeanor that guys might feel that way about him. And if he could get them to that point to pull really the best out of them because they really don't want to disappoint not just the coach but themselves and each other, if we can get that kind of feeling going around that they're really a team and atmosphere in the room, then we really do have the physicalness to, to really be able to get it done and the players with the ability to really get it done. It's just a matter of whether they really want to get it done together. You know, that they really believe that this is their time. They are the ones and that they want to do it for coach rule to make coach stand out because that's what we wanted Devaney to look good. And quite honestly, Devaney wanted us to look good too. And we did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I've heard something great that I've heard uh, from rule is that, that uh, a sentiment of one, he talks about the team being a family and having his kids around. And I think you guys have kind of echoed that even extending into the greater, greater Husker family. And that's the first thing. The second thing is that he wants to, that, that part of that is that he wants to earn, he said he wants to earn the right to coach the players hard. And he explained that to just mean that he wants, you know, the players to know that it come, that how much he cares about them as a person before, you know, his coaching and the, you know, the level of the demanding practices and demand of detail from the players before he, you know, he comes at it that way. And I think when you approach things that way, like he kind of said, you know, I mean, yeah, you, you, you'd rather uh, slide bare ass on a razor blade <laughs> to disappoint a guy that, that, you know, loves you and no cares about you. You know, you don't want to disappoint him. Um, and then when they demand a lot from you, you know, you're, you, you, you feel that inclined to deliver. And I think that from what I can hear, you know, and a lot of it is, you know, going to be talk at this, at this point in, in his time here, but, you know, it sounds like from what you guys witnessed and, and from what we can see that there's a lot of hope in this uh, in this running back room and on this team. Yeah, and the, the last thing I'll mention here is that it, a lot of this will be uh, success will be played off of, you know, leadership from, you know, a player. You know, the best teams were player-led teams where the coach didn't have to do all the pushing on the player, you know, and where the players were holding each other accountable right. for a certain level. The team, yeah, yeah the, the the team, and right. uh, you know, your coaches can only do so much, right? I mean, you right. coach, time coach, for coach. demanding is over. We just yeah. expect you to want to to be the best you could be, and if you can be the best you could be, then that attitude gets around, and we we can be the best that we could be. And you get to the point where you want to disappoint the guy, uh, you know, next, next to, you. to you, right? Yeah. You just, you know, it's it's more. It becomes more than that, and just a coach a disappointing a coach, but disapp uh, you know disappointing the guy next year, your teammates, um, and so you know then it it gets a deeper feeling, and so that's when you start you know pushing a little bit harder, you know, instead of 
pushing to win seven, eight games. Now, you know, you're pushing to win a conference title and then you start pushing a little bit harder to win a national title. And usually you're not too far from that. It's just how much can you push yourself and how much can you get out of it? And what are you willing to sacrifice? You know, what it come down to is sacrifice. Right now, right now. Yeah. You can't look like we're going to be all right next year. Right now. <laughs> we'll get yeah. to it later. Right now. Everything's <laughs> going to be right now. You know, because <laughs> don't get a second right chance now. to make a first impression in this. Yeah, game. I know. Got to be right now. Yeah, and pa patience is wearing thin. I th I think that people are tired of hearing that Nebraska is turning it around, or that I think kids and players want to see it. So, in order to get the kind of running backs and offensive linemen and, and and quarterbacks and guys that were around campus this weekend, in order to get those guys to believe, sure that they look at what they saw and say that you know it looks good. You guys can you know, you know, see how good it looks. But at the end of the day, if it doesn't, I mean, if we're coming around the same time next year with a three and eight record, oh no, no one's going to, no one's going to care about how it looked. <laughs> it's going to, it's so we're, you know, we, we it, it needs to come through, but I think that that rules, you know, shown that, that, that he knows how to get that done. Um, I sure hope he does. Cause I really believe we got the players now. I don't know so much about the coaches. So they had to be able to, to, to really, bring it out of the players, call the right plays at the right time. Yeah, I remember clearly whenever Coach Osborne called my play, I knew when he called the play, I knew it was going to work. Because you had to call the right play at the right time. You had to be watching it and know what they're in and call the right play at the right time. And the players got to know that they can do that, that it's possible. Because sometimes you can see that, why do they keep running it up the middle? <laughs> why, do they keep, you know, why do they keep running that play? Those aren't working. Why do you keep doing that? So they have to be creative enough for the player to believe that what they're calling is going to work and making it easier for them to do their jobs. Totally. Um, and, and, you know, EJ Barthel, like he, he, you know, for he, I, he's had a limited, you know, he hasn't had a ton of, of running back coach experience. I mean, he, he had, he, he did work with rule um, as an assistant coach on the run, working with the running backs and offensive line with the Panthers work with him at temple and and then last year he was the the running backs coach at uconn and uconn was good they had a marked improvement over five yards of carry though the backs were the best thing on the offense at uconn i think last season so you know we'll we'll see in in terms of that but i i think that these guys i think rule comes in with a lot of experience and a lot of confidence you turn you know you, you've turned around a couple programs and and the the truth is he he got better results than we've been able to get with less than what we've already got, what, what we already had. So that's, that well, should be it, really encouraging. It is, but it's time for him to take it over the top. He, he needs to put these coaches together so they can take it to that, to, to, to bowl game style. And we got to go, go up to, we got to get to the championships places. Uh, we got to win our division. We definitely got to win our division. If we get to a bowl game, that means we're going in the right direction. If we can win our division, I mean, Jesus, that, that would really say a lot. Uh, mm -hmm. We get up there, we're in the game, you know, talking about we're close to getting national championship. We get 10, 11 wins. Uh, we, we're in the game here, but we just can't be walking away with less. I, I, I don't even know if I'd be satisfied with just a bowl game, but depending on what bowl uh, that we're going to, we just win six games, and that's not enough. Uh, we need to be in the 9-10 game category, I think to really be able to say that we're going in the right direction because we have so much talent. If we don't use this talent, it's because of our coaches. We don't win because it's not the players. We got some good players down there. <laughs> we, 
and they're big and they're fast. The tight ends are fast. The defensive ends are fast. They're slender. They're, they're strong. Uh, we got exceptionally good players the way they look. Now, it's just about putting it together and the coaches coaching. You know, have, are the coaches strong enough to be able to handle all that talent? Or they got more than enough talent to win. Yeah, they got to put the, they got to keep the gas on them through spring and then have a great summer. You know, I mean, that's uh, that's kind of what's got to happen. Have a great summer and and uh, and and be ready for the fall. Be healthy, you know, and have that line ready to go. Defensive line, offensive line, like you said, Johnny, you know, those are the two. I think the two shining spots, if you, you know, I couldn't imagine if I didn't have a good line. I would, you know, probably wouldn't even be on the show right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah, good line and good coaches. You know, the coaches yeah. really made a difference there too. And one thing that impressed me too is when the guys start running the gassers, the sprints, they had the coaches that were running at the same time that the players were running. Sam, yeah, I love every, that. Everybody ran. You know, you love to hear that. Yeah, Coach Corgan, Corgan wasn't running those sprints. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you this. It's a time to dream. I want to get back to, to, I mean, I know we all do want to get back to winning. I want to be, get back to, to conference championships, national yeah. titles, Heisman trophy winners. We're all ready. Exactly right. All the Lombardis. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. We won't have no Heisman's if we don't have Outland and Lombardis. Yeah. We got a, we got another Heisman trophy winner about to, to join us on the show. We got Mike Rougier with us this week. So we got to, we got to welcome him on, uh, this uh this interview is presented to you by Bet Online. Mike Rozier, the hardest working running back in the history of University of Nebraska football. <laughs> All right, so so we got the uh the, th the third Heisman winner here. We got Mike Rozier on on the Husker Heisman huddle. We got we got all three. Been, been waiting a while for this. this no, Mike's be a, a second. A good He's the second Heisman winner. Yeah, Johnny's just the a third first. one on this show. <laughs> but yeah, the second <laughs> second up, one, Mike. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we got I'm a whole damn team. We got a wide receiver, a quarterback, and a running back. We can do anything. Let's, let's go. Let's go take some snaps. Let's go. That's Come on, right. Sam. We you need could probably a few. snap it a little bit, couldn't you? We could go all the way, Mike. Yeah, that well, they they probably, they probably need us too. Shit. Well, they, they <laughs> yeah. need them. I was down there this past weekend. They look pretty good. They got some pretty good running backs. They've got size, got speed, they got big ass linemen. Uh, they, they got they got everything you really need to get it done. It's just a matter if they got the right attitude, as far as I can see. Oh, okay. Mike, How's new what, coach? What, what, what was your attitude, Mike, when you played ball at Nebraska? Just thinking about bringing back a you know a running back group and a core. You know what kind of mentality you got to have? What was yours? Uh, mine was like stay physical, kick ass. You know what I mean? Don't take no prisoners. Yeah. I wanted to win. That's oh, yeah. How about, you, how about the training method? Like, did, did you, I mean, you guys were just lifting weights. Did that factor into the way you played or trained? Or, um, be honest with you, I ain't lifting a lot of weights there. Yeah, uh, I wasn't weightlifting. You guys bored that with that. Gotcha. I was just a runner. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I enjoyed the game. I enjoyed the guys I played with. So it made it easy for me. Yeah. Did you play with, with Ricky? Did you play with Ricky Simmons? Yeah, Ricky, Nate, Roger Craig. Yeah, I played on guys. Yeah. Was was practice harder at that time still too? Like I remember, just practice being harder than the game. Was that the what? I mean, I gotta imagine um, you guys yeah. practice. Oh, we practice like we're gonna play. That's yeah. what we practice. Coach Mike Corgan is my running back coach, and he was physical every contact every day. Were Were you a bull blocker, Mike? Um, what's being bull block? I don't understand. Well, that's where Corgan Corgan was known for the bull blocking, where you the fullback would come through the hole and bust. Up the linebacker and try to put him on his back. They call that bull block. Yeah, well, 
that was that that's where Mike Corgan was. He was physical, he was a physical coach. Mike, how important is a fullback? I mean, it sounds like Nebraska might be bringing back a, a fullback position in a big way, and they've talked a lot about it. What is uh, what is that? What does that mean to you in terms of like you know offense and running the game? Uh, I I am I, I appreciate my fullback back in the day, mm-hmm. um, Mark Shaleen, Tom Raffman, and Roger Craig. I mean, that, it made it made it a lot easier for me to pick the holes out and to make a cut, or whatever. You know, because they're in front of me, and I, I just go off their block. Phil Bakes. So I just go up there block. So it made it easy for me. Good blockers right there. Yeah, the new, yeah. The new runnings backs coach is a was a was a fullback himself. Uh, Matt Rules talked about bringing back the fullback. Um, you know, Mike, if you if you could give one piece of advice, and, and maybe you have to this uh, running back room, we've talked about the running backs in the room a little bit today. Um, if you could give them one piece of advice, what would it be? I tell them just keep stay low and run the ball. The hell, the hell, all that passing shit. <laughs> they love running the ball. I mean, that, that's what we did back in the day. We ran you down until fourth quarter. We, gonna, we knew it was going to get you. Fourth quarter, we, but we didn't lose. We, we wasn't down too many times. But when we were down, we knew we was going to catch up to him because, boy, Epley, his little strength his little strength thing he got going on back in the day, it's it a lot better than it was now. What about the linemen? What kind of linemen? Did you have a, a good guard you could depend on? To pull out oh, and where the tackles the, coming up or to help you turn the corner? Or how was your line? My line was fantastic. Or they just get my way. That's all. Just 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 get in the guy's way. That's all I needed. I mean, I had great linemen. Mike yeah, watching, watching, watching replays okay. of you uh when you were running the ball and all the highlights. It, it it seemed like like you just you could almost like anticipate where where guys weren't going to be, you know, like reading blocks or the vision of the field is how, what's the modern day running back? I mean, how, how do you succeed in today's running back world with so much spread offense? And it seems like the fullback and that, you know, big eye back with power and speed is just kind of like non-existent anymore. You know, it's like, how do you, how do you see the, the, the running back, you know, position overall right now in, in football? Um, I don't see that at all, really. I mean, yeah. there, most teams just throw the ball now. You know what I mean? They may throw an option there once, once in a while. But a lot of people want to score a lot of points and make a lot of yards. So they, they throw the ball too much for me. You know what I mean? I'm a mm-hmm. physical guy. That's why I played in Nebraska. It was all physical. And like I said, we wear you down by the time the fourth quarter. Your ass is tired. You don't want to play no more. Who did you idolize? I mean, when you were when you were growing up as a kid, and uh, I mean, who did you watch, and now who did you want to be and emulate? You know, I mean, I, I remember um, as a quarterback, I wanted to be John Elway. So, who was it for you? Well, I, I wasn't really allies of one running back. I, I looked up a bunch of running backs. So when I was a little kid playing little league football, um, um, OJ Simpson, um, Chuck Foreman. Um, um, who else? Who was the Larry Zonka, Mark Van Egan. I put all the packages together and just made one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What kind of a cool. defense did you guys have, Mike? I mean, you can score the points you want, but if you don't have a good defense, it's, it's hard to keep up. Well, our defense wasn't real great, but it, it was good enough for us to win, Johnny. Um, just as long as we got ahead of the other team before our defense do what they got to do. Um, but like I said, boy, at us, at us back in the day, we worked hard in the weight room. Um, we worked hard on the practice field. And we always a big, 
big, big family. You know what I mean? We get things together. Not like guys go this way, guys go, guys go that way. We all stick together. What about kickoff returns? Did you ever run kick the kickoff returns back? I, I, my first year, I returned them. Um, Coach Osborne took me off there because he didn't want me to get hurt. Fair enough. Yeah, you, you are kind of a little kind of. Yeah, we didn't think you were, you were supposed to be tough. Yeah, Mike is not. He was tough, but he didn't want me to get hurt. So, you know what I'm saying? So he Mike, took me off of that. Mike flipping his wrist all the time, where you should see him. I see him out there flipping that wrist. <laughs> yeah, flipping the wrist. But you know, uh, the, the best the best thing of, of Nebraska football to me is the fans. They always support us. Okay, where we win at? There was a sea full of red. They always, always followed us. Uncle, we go to Japan, Hawaii, wherever. Nebraska fans always backed us. But people do that when you win it. You know what I mean? And when mm -hmm. you lose it, they're still there. When they lose it, you know, I haven't seen. Well, it's still sold out. Gee, I don't know how long the stadium. Yeah, well, man. Mike, I, I know I, you're out in uh you're out in Jersey, but I went down to the Rutgers games the last couple times they played there. There, the the Husker fans are still there. It's like it's it's a sea of red on the road, even with a losing record. I tell them oh, all yeah. the time that Mike, but tell them that winning isn't everything. But in Nebraska, we rate it right up there with oxygen. It's pretty darn oh. important. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. Um, Mike, having watched Nebraska's run game last few years, like you said at the beginning, you, you know, they, they could use some help. Uh, what does rule need to do, whether that be culturally or, or schematically to, to have the run game find, you know, at least some of the success that you had while you were playing? Well, you know, like, like I said earlier, everybody's switching up one throw the ball. They want to score a lot of, score a lot of points, get a lot of yardage. Um, we don't have to do everything everybody else to do. When we stick, we we know, beat them up in four quarters, get a lineman big and strong, and just run the ball down the throat. I mean, you can throw the ball too, though, but you ain't got to throw the ball every damn tip, every damn play. Yeah, sounds like a true a running back spoken right there. <laughs> yeah, give me the ball, coach. No, I don't ask for the ball. Now, when I was playing, I didn't ask coach I was going to give him the ball. I mean, they knew what position we was in, so. And, they, and the other teams knew we, we, we came to kick ass, all right? Mm -hmm. We knew we was going to yep. win. They knew exactly what we were going to do. We're going to run the ball down your throat. We're going to throw the ball, but most of the time we're going to run the ball. And stop the run. You can't stop the run. You can't do shit. Yeah, we know a thing or two about that, right? When oh, I played, yeah. We played mostly 50-50. We had to spread uh, offense and, and the eye, eye, eye as well. But uh, we moved it around. We threw about as much as we, about as much as we ran. We kind of mixed it up pretty much. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'm, I know not play. We, we ran the ball more more so than throw the ball. What was your favorite running play, Mike? Thirty-eight pitch. Yeah, get to the outside, huh? Oh yeah, I like that. Or the option one or two. Mm -hmm. So thirty-eight, yeah, they were pulling a guard. Yeah. Yeah, pulling the ball. Yeah. Uh huh. But I had, I had great blockers. I mean, the guards with my my, my wing backs are out there. They blocking hard. Hey, everybody was contributing something. I think it's a great opportunity. Um, you know, we, we get to see you, Mike, you know, Johnny and I, you know, throughout the years, uh, certain events and stuff. I know you've got, um, and we've supported you down in Houston with your charitable event. Just tell people what's going to, what's kind of coming with the, uh, you know, here in May uh, with, with the, with the charitable event here in Houston and just kind of explain what you're doing lately. Yeah, what you got going on, Mike? Yeah. 
Um, I got my, my charity, my cancer foundation, my brother Bill. Matter of fact, my brother Bill played for Nebraska for one year. Uh, my brother Guy played there until 85. And um, it's, a, it's a cancer foundation that I try to raise money for cancer research. Okay, so what's, what's the date of your event this year? Um, right now, I'm putting it together right now, Johnny. So um, it'll probably be in October, I think. No, 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 October, no. no I think, uh, it's I think May. in May. Yeah, May. May. Yeah, yeah. You want me to take it off my yeah, calendar May. for May and put it in October? <laughs> 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 no, I, I think you, I think you, you got a May. We're down in Houston. We're down in Houston. I'm just checking out the calendar here, but I've got it blocked off for you, Mike. Saturday the 20th all the way through the 22nd. And uh, uh -huh. it looks like it's at the uh, – the golf club at Margaritaville in uh, in, uh, in the Lake Resort, which is Montgomery, Texas, yeah. is it, is where it's at. So, looking forward to hanging out with you and getting to know those guys. Always have a great time when I come down to Houston. That's for sure. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. We have a, have a all the way live. <laughs> 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 all the way live. <laughs> yeah, you love to hear that, guys. Well, wait, what kind of chances do you see Nebraska at this year, Mike? You, you think they're going to have a good record this year? Uh, have, have, uh, you, have you met with Matt Rule at, at all yet? I, I haven't met him at all. I, I think he's going to be at your, your, your event, no, Johnny? Yes, he's going to be at the Jet Award, for sure. Him and uh, well, well, the coaching staff. Eric and I went down this weekend, and, and uh, I secured his uh, presence at the Jet Award. Oh, okay. I heard you're a pretty good coach. You did, did a good job the other school was at. So uh, I, I never met the man before. Yeah, I was impressed too. I mean, he's really he, he's really into the kids, and uh, you know he's on there. He's on them hard. You know, at practice, he's he's making sure they know, you know, that he's a demanding excellence. And, well, he's uh, teaching as he goes. Every yeah. when I was there, Mike, uh, every time there was a kid that made a mistake as as they were going through the drills, he stopped everything and made sure he corrected it on the spot. Uh, so oh, okay. They, they don't have to wait till later, so they have to recall what they did. He was correcting them on the spot as we went along there. Uh, and that they really do have some some physical linemen, it looks like. And the, the backs, all the backs are fast and look like fullbacks. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. Big and, big and fast. Yeah, they got they got some big boys. I was I was going to ask you, Mike, um, and, may, and maybe you want to, you know, re reserve comment, but. You know, is there any guy in the in in the running back room that you've seen in the last few years that you that you like to lead us in rushing next year? Um, you know, be, be honest with you, I don't watch a lot of football no more. Um, that, that was a job for me. I, I I enjoyed the job when I was playing, but the only thing I miss is the guys. You know, and I still keep in contact with most of the guys that play ball in the pro in college. Okay. Well, hopefully Matt Rule's uh, coaching staff and his football team will make you uh, watch a little bit more uh, Nebraska football, huh? Yeah, well, if they're winning. Oh, hope so. Yeah, they <laughs> yeah, give you something know. to watch. <laughs> well, back here, anytime Nebraska lose, I, I got to go in the spot. I hang out, and I got to hear shit all the time. All right, at the yeah. club. <laughs> time to turn that around, right? You ain't lying. All right, Mike. Well, we really appreciate you hopping on and joining us. Um, I don't know if Johnny and Eric have anything else they want to ask you before before you got to leave. Not me. I'm good. I'm, I look forward to you know busting his balls some more in Johnny's event here. So, <laughs> well, we'll hey, see the event. Uh, Hope you're down. Are you are you going to be able to make the spring game this year, Mike, or are you just coming down for our <laughs> event? Now I'm I'm turning around, come back for the spring game. Cool. Okay. 
So that, that'd be good. Well, right. we'll see you at an event and then we'll see you at the spring game and see if, well, what we can go down there from the sidelines to how we can make a difference. Cause you know, at that fanfare, like you said, the people in the stands, we're those people in the stands now. So we have to be oh, as supportive oh, yeah. we can. And I feel good about supporting uh, as I see the team moving on with the right attitude. They got the right type of players at the right coaching. We're in the right place at the right time to really make a difference. So I think our support is, uh, is really, really is important now uh, to take them to the next level because we have a first, we have a first uh, number one type program. We just really have to have the, the right people. And I think this is the right time for the, the people we have here now. Uh-huh. Well, we appreciate you coming on, Mike. Sorry, we, we didn't get you on camera. I was, I was hoping that everybody could see your big hat. You mean hand or hat? Hand or hat? <laughs> he, got, he got his hat on. What I, didn't bed, huh? I didn't say it. I didn't say it. I know John, Johnny got jokes, don't he? Yeah. <laughs> well, you're welcome on the Husker Heisman huddle anytime, man. All right, boss. Well, y'all guys take it easy. All right. Okay. Thanks a lot, Mike. Thanks a lot, Mike. All right. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. And as always, go Big Red. Go Big Red. Y'all guys supposed <laughs> to say go Big Red. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we missed that. I was raised in Nebraska, but one time I journeyed south. And the things those Okies said down there made me wipe out a couple of miles. They like their Sooner football, and they don't like the Huskers enough. But I surprised them all when I sang this song. I made them take off and run. You can boast about your victory. Tell me all about your team But when we meet on the football field Your bridges won't be clean You can brag about the Sooners And sing your old fight song But don't come across our borderline Cause you knuckleheads don't belong Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.